0: Gentlemen, Merry Cri- uh, Christmas, uh, I hate even saying it, I uh, unfortunately got drugged back in to do a couple of, whatever you want to call it, just had a couple of jobs I had to knock out uh, on Christmas Eve, and I literally just finished uh, this morning, now Christmas, um, and I've been thinking about this for a while, and it's one of the things that's bothered me. And I think not only is this one of the things I think that affects a long-term relationship and why it's so difficult. Now, quickly, I will say, start off that this episode is just going to be—I don't know—I'm going to rant. I'm going to talk about my history and things that I've seen and issues that may occur within a long-term relationship. But the name of this is just going to be the generational effects of a matriarchy, and. Particularly when I talk about uh, the Matrix, I'm talking about like what single mothers are doing to their children generationally. And how there are kind of so many different sides of gynocentrism and views on this that most people don't take into consideration. And, you know, I, I'm sorry, this is going to be one of those ones where we're talking about mothers. And that's a touchy subject. I'm not saying you should hate your mothers or abandon them or anything like that. But, um, really quick... How matriarchies negatively affect people over generations is easy. Look at, in this is in the context and confines of a long-term relationship, but let's consider this. A lot of these women, the wall and all the issues that they have and falling the fuck apart at a specific age. You know, you know like, i it happens in my family. It's happened in women with women I've been in long-term relationships with where to where it's like, like, well, well, wait a minute. We are boyfriend and girlfriend, but the bitch would have, like, a 30, uh, 39, 41-year-old mom. You know, mothers between 39 and fucking, like, 40-something, right? And the mom's life, you know, the wall completely destroyed their mom's life, essentially. No men wants them anymore. The mom of the, the women I was, I've was, been with, right? And it's been on some shit where it's like, uh, yeah, you, you're, you know, they... they try to rope me into essentially breadwinning for their mom as well as them. Because they don't make shit themselves financially. So, it's kind of like two things. Like, so wait a minute. I've got to caretake your your mom. Because she decided to, you know, basically her life tanked. As you know, as guys know, as you've seen, you can just look outside and see. I, 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 I reference things you can see observable reality actual you know things that occur that most americans or anybody could just go outside of their home and see it right then and there go to a restaurant go to a family court you'll see this shit go talk to women in your family that you know particularly women that are single moms by the time they hit the wall by the time all that depression and solipsism starts to come back to bite them in the ass and they realize hypergamy is essentially dead for them they fall apart and what happens is is when these single mothers, you know, that have a bunch of bastards from their cock carousel days fall apart, they wanna pin all their issues and problems on their fucking children. And essentially what they aren't getting from Chad and all the dudes that were on the cock carousel, they're gonna seek that out from their children. It is in a woman's nature not to work and be successful and do all the things that feminism is saying that they wanna do. A female's base nature is to seek out resources from others particularly men now because that fails because of the sexual liberation from the second wave of feminism they these women start cannibalizing their own children and i've talked about that before and what happens is you get in like here's the thing and i i'm I, back on the first sidebar that i meant to cover when dealing with or actually i recommend not dealing with a single mother but here's another caveat to that Not only should you avoid single mothers themselves, you should avoid the daughters of single mothers. Never deal with the daughter of a a single mother, ever. It is the worst, some of the worst shit I've ever done in my life. And other men, if they explore, they'll probably tell you the same thing. It's some of the worst experience. not, 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 Not that they... Are unstable, or if they've been bad relationships, or that they are bad people. No, I'm not saying single mothers are bad people. It is a bad dynamic. It is a stupid dynamic because a lot of women seek to sit out shit out. No, I get. No, I I go, I go over it all the time. Relationships mutually begin and end, hopefully mutually, right? So, you know, fault shouldn't be held. There should be you know fifty-fifty as far as fault. You know, two responsible adults should be able to begin and end that that situation amicably. But what happens is, through women's nature being dependent on men, so heavily dependent on men or others, they they have essentially put a rocket up the government's ass to essentially do what the male's role was, to replace the male in the home, if ultimately the women don't have that. And even if that all fails, because what's the government essentially trying to replicate for a woman? The government, with its systems and programs, are only replicating, you know, uh, 35 to 40,000, $50,000 a year, man, maybe 55, 60,000. I don't know how much welfare is. I've heard some extreme numbers, but let's say, for example, the government can replicate what a man makes 60 grand a year can make, <coughs> provide for her. <coughs> well, for these older women, you know, the hypergamy kept floating and floating and floating to where it looks like, you know, when you're a little kid and you release an air balloon or a, a helium balloon and it kind of just goes away. That's what a woman's hypergamy looks like. And at some point, it gets too fucking high, and she's on the ground. There's no way she's gonna get that balloon back. And that 60K provided by the state is not good enough. You know, the men her age, that most of them already divorced and whatnot, whatever they can provide is not gonna be good enough. 40, and 50 year old men, right in the make a lot of money, but a lot of these men are blue pill. So even if you peak financially in your 40s and 50s, likely you will have already been divorced and are paying alimony and child support to your ex. So, even at 100k, a man at that kind of level paying child support, I mean, 100k a year man on alimony and child support is probably only taking home like 55. Because they say women can take up to half and some of these chicks are taking more, 60 and 70%. Um, but... That is all. We're gonna it just—it's a vicious cycle. It repeats itself over and over and over again, and that's why these long-term relationships, <coughs> excuse me, fail so often. You know, there's an assumption out there that relationships like that, long-term in marriages, are failing because cheating, and particularly, everybody's like, oh, it's because all these men are cheaters. If you look into it, the 80% of divorces that are initiated by women, most of those are due to quote, unquote, unhappiness. Now, let's take take divorce off the table. Let's just look at why the the split was there and include long-term relationships. Unhappiness is a big one for women. Um, Now, what that is, it could be a myriad of things. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say, you know, there are some re- there are some dudes out here that ain't shit. There are some dudes out here that are abusive. I don't want to credit abusive men with, uh, you know, the reason why these splits happen. Because I've seen many a situation where chicks would be in these fucked up relationships, and you know, obviously it should be around her. Or other my my chicks would be with these girls, and they'd be you know, sob story, sob story, sob story, and crying and tears and etc but not leave the dude and as you know big blue pill at the time i was like what the fuck's going on why are these dudes so bad and you know the logical man now let's not even fucking talk about red pill the logical man would have looked at him and be like uh she's not leaving the fucking guy as a matter of fact they, they, these women go back and then i've seen these same chicks in these quick type of relationship pick similar men who treated them the, the exact same way and some of these chicks were fine I'm almost certain if you're fine as fuck, if you're a chick, and not even 10s, let's just say, you know, these chicks are eights or nine. Eights and nines, right? If you're a female eight or a nine, I'm almost certain there's some dudes in your fucking inbox or in your friend zone that'll do none of the shit that you're complaining about with your current men. Bitches complain about the shit that they wanna occur in their lives. They love the drama. A woman is not satisfied unless there's a bunch of drama going on in her life. So let's not pretend and feel sorry for chicks in these situations. I no longer feel sorry for bitches who get their ass beat by dudes. I mean, there are situations where it's bad, but I have to look at it case by case. I'm no longer, I don't have, I don't have blanket sympathy for women who suffer domestic violence because, you know, sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes, Dude is beating her ass. It's like dude number three who's beat her ass. It's a, recur- a recurring, a recurring thing that continues with these bitches. Where they pick these types of dudes, but that has nothing to do with matriarchy. and the overall long-term effects of you know having unstable parents. Now, amongst conservatives and traditionalists, there's a thought process. You know, why they, why the, one of the main reasons they tell you to have kids. Regardless if you want to or not, one of the main reasons there's a, this built in societal pressure to have kids is like when you get old, your kids are supposed to be the ones to take care of you, blah, blah, blah. Now, for a man, you don't, I don't know if you can have that option in today's day and age. Have 50% divorce, right? Just think about it. If you, even if you try to go get married and have kids, there's a 50% chance that this shit ends. And very often, if you're in that 50% that unfortunately divorces, or even if you're in a fucking marriage that is just unhappy and you say there's a very strong chance because you are a man and as a father man and as a father, you would have no legal rights anyway. Number one, you number one, okay, so let's just go piece by piece. Number one, you can't even guarantee that those kids biologically will be yours. Because of women's sexual habits, history, the things they're doing in today's day and age. You don't guarantee that those kids are biologically yours. Number two, women have the power to at any point. Whenever they feel like it, withdraw your rights as a father. What access you have as a father. And also can program the kids to hate your guts. So, there are kids right now being programmed to hate their biological fathers for no other reason than their mother's hypergamy. But they don't know. They're not wise to it because they've been programmed. It's very easy to program a child. So, that's number two. And the third reason is there's no guarantee that those kids will be equipped enough to deal with you in your old age. A lot of people are just getting stuck in nursing homes. Now, I mean, at the end of the day, I guess that's adequate care enough. But let's say for argument's sake that, you know, one of the things they love to throw in men's faces is particularly a lot of the guys who are, you know, monks and MGTOW, et cetera. And I don't know, I don't know anybody that's a full-blown monk, but let's just, let's use them as an example. So let's say you were a childless man and you were a bachelor your whole life you got old and sick, right? You got sick, right? Why not have a private nurse or, you know, whatever medical care you may have set up for yourself and just either... Have a way to where some family members that are still around in your world put you in a nursing home. I mean, I've seen I've seen guys pull this shit off in their old age. I'm pretty sure, um, uh, yeah. I, knock on wood, he's not ill now. But you know, the Tom Like is one of the Red Pill founding fathers. No kids, no marriage. So whenever he go, whenever that time comes for him, uh, hopefully he has friends and family that are able to either take care of him or ensure he gets up to a care facility for the latter years of his life. I don't even like that argument though, but you know, there are options. There are always options because to sit here and say, let's just, just go make some babies and you'll fucking be taken care of in your old age. For man, no. For woman, yes. You could be, literally, Tupac said it in a song a long time ago, you could be a crack whore and still have, you know... The whole, you're a black queen, or, you're, you know, your kids are supposed to blindly love you type of thing. Now, sidebars all aside, these fucking parents that fall apart, single mothers particularly, that are having these meltdowns later on in life, they're breaking down, they're, they're being a financial burden on their children, like think about it. These bitches are most, some of these bitches are teen moms anyway. So whatever the case may say, so let's say your average single mother was probably a teen mom, had a baby at 19 or 20, right? Well, some dude that was, you know, how women are the single mother stories. I've gone over it. I'll probably do another episode on single mother stories, but you know, it's the whole sob story that the dad was not shit, blah, 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 blah. Okay. So now she's 40 something. Her kid's about 20 something mid twenties, let's say male or female, but let's say the men, the guys. So when the, these single mothers get in there, you know, past the wall and their depression sits in about, oh, about FYI, sidebar. I'm not talking about the the meltdown and the breakdown is not because of the physically breaking down. I'm saying these bitches are mentally breaking down and they know that they have no way to provide for themselves because they're women and their nature. I've always talked about a female retirement plan being a man, not an actual investment not to make investments and do it, etc. Anyway, so with their sons, these women often hit the whole, I want to be around my grandchildren, family values, family, you know, they'll, they'll try to repackage family values as a reason to essentially insert themselves into their son's life as far as on his, you know, to be on his books, if you will, to be under his, uh, live up under his wallet. Now, There's absolutely nothing wrong with taking care of your mom in her old age. I am critical of these single mothers because these bitches are running around at like 40, talking about, I need my kids to take care of me, blah, 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 I miss my grandchildren, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, bitch, you are, you got 30 something years left, 40 years left of life. So let's say, you know, 19, had your kid in 19 or 20, you're, you're 43, 44 now, you have a fucking 24 year old son, and and I've literally seen this shit, where these bitches are like, okay, I, I, I'm so mentally unstable, I'm so financially unstable, that I'm just gonna go live with my son at 45, and your son's like, well, let's say 45, so let's say your son's 25, and even an uh, even obese women for some reason know how to live longer than obese men. Testosterone actually kills men in a later in their older age. That's why it's so important to not be fat as a man. Um, but even let's say for example an obese woman is still able to somehow live until her seventies, sometimes eighties. I've seen eighty year old obese black women. It makes no fucking sense. I'm like, because there'll be fit black men that die of heart attacks in their fifties. And I don't know. I- <laughs> that scares me a little bit as a black man that we have quote-unquote a lower life expectancy. Anyway, these chicks will crawl up under their son and expect that he's supposed to be the one to caretake her for the next 40 years. So, it's like you as a son of a single mother, you're not gonna be relieved of essentially, you know, I don't wanna say relieved of your parents. Well, let's say this. Like, you almost don't get to leave the nest until your death. Mo- the mom, the mom, mom's death. And let's say she makes it to seventy. So you're fifty-something. By the time you're able to like get out from under the fucking, you know, get out, get your mom out from your fucking legs. I don't want to say you're under her wing. It's more like she's a ball and chain. And that again, these are these are insensitive words, but I do not mean any disrespect towards mothers or anything like that. And let's cover how this shit affects the daughters. These young women that are in this situation with these with these uh, crazy single mothers that are post-wall and falling apart in their 40s, hopefully she didn't follow the cycle and become a single mother herself very often. She did, but let's say she's an attractive young woman or woman, the, the daughter of a single mother, there's a strong chance she may meet a medium to high value man to essentially caretake or marry not even I say caretake. Marriage is caretaking of a woman, but let's say she's in a long-term relationship or marriage with a man. Now with the single mother of the, the single mother who's the cute younger one, the daughter, the, the mom of the daughter, do- the mom of the fucking daughter is going to try to leech off the boyfriend or husband of the daughter. So what she'll do is if they have children, especially children are like the fucking meat shields for women to get and say and do the things that they want. So what the, the grandmother of those grandchildren are going to do is I can have, take care of the kids. Let me come leave with you, blah, 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 blah. And very often this happens. And again, instead of the daughter being stuffed with the burden of dealing with her mother in her old age, her boyfriend, or husband, who's not even blood related to this woman is essentially caretaking this woman for the remainder of her life because she's going to come in your home, you know, half-assedly babysit your kids, but she's not, she's just going to stay at home while your fucking children do whatever the fuck she'll be doing, whatever the fuck 40 year old women do, probably seeking out Africans or or foreign men, because a lot of these 40 and 50 year old women seek out foreign men because it'll be easier for her to lay claim to a younger man, essentially, because she's still trying to so desperately ride that cock carousel, women don't want to get off the cock carousel until like 50, and that's a fucking problem, neither here or there, you got these bitches that, excuse me, it's a paper to spell on me, that do that shit. They're preying on the utility of the man that their daughter's with. And you know what that means? That that man's, if this, let's say, for example, because of the black, let's look at the black community or America in general, a third of kids uh, are coming from single mother homes. 75% of black children are coming from single mother homes. So it's just, that number's increasing. 40% of white children. It's just gonna be it's gonna be the dominant household in the west at some point either or what happens with that man who's now taking care of his wife or girlfriend and her her mom and his children he's likely if he's from a single mother home himself at some point he's gonna have to start expounding his hours and reach in, re- in uh, income because he's gonna take care of his own mom so he's taking care of two moms two parents basically and his own children What type of life is this? What type of generational leadership is being passed down? It's just generational dependence. Nobody's actually passing down any generational leadership, wealth, anything. Because I'm like, hey, if you can't pass wealth down, cool. But had you been, that generation had at least been, had their shit enough together to I don't know, pass a house down. I mean, some homes are inexpensive. You can get a condo for 50, 60 grand in some places. You couldn't pass down any piece of property, a car, a fucking inheritance, nothing. They're passing down dependence, and, and essentially what they're doing by passing it down is all right, all right, I'm just going to leech off you because I couldn't leech off a man. And then the cycle continues because that dry, that's going to fucking destroy or burn out the guy and he's going to bounce and... Bam! The either... The moms both die. Hopefully the older moms when they die. The fucking younger 40-something-year-old single mom. And the kids are now grown. And dude's gone paying her alimony. But she's not only getting alimony, but she's going to look to live off of her kids. The male or the female kids. And this is all a vicious, vicious cycle of generational matriarchy. There's literally... Again, when I refer to generational wealth, people off, everything. And not even in general. we I not to anything in general. But this particular point is generosity and wealth. But the common deflection point is an apex fallacy because everybody, not just women, men are using these feminine ass deflection points. Apex fallacies, ad hominems, shaming tactics, all types of stupid bullshit to deflect what is an actual, somebody actually trying to make a legitimate point. And the point I'm trying to make is, okay, I'm not using this apex fallacies. you need to pass down what the Koch brothers got passed down to them from their parents. You don't need what Donald Trump's father passed him down to the a small loan of a million dollars. I'm not saying nothing insane. I'm just like, hey, don't fucking die and then leave me with six figures in debt from your fucking cock carousel days. Buy a fucking, you know, condo or some shit somewhere and fucking, I don't know, pass that property down. Pass down some type of investment. Shit. Nowadays, you could pass down some fucking cryptocurrencies or something. Stocks, bonds, anything. Or at least don't be a burden to your fucking children. But this is the problem. Generational matriarchy is able to slip under the radar and not be held accountable because, you know... We have to be sorry and sympathetic towards women. We got Women this. Women that. Women this. Women that. Oh, I feel so sorry for her. Oh, you hate. Oh, you're critical of women? Are you sexist? Do you hate women? Who hurt you? So that's why this shit has flown under the fucking radar. And, uh. I don't know, man. Men, if you got kids. Try to try. You you gotta be the stopgap, and I'm not talking that traditional shit. Well, you gotta man up and marry these hoes and take care of these single moms. No, if you have, already have children, you have to be the stopgap. You have to cut this this generational matriarch off. At, at the, it's a serpent. You gotta behead that fucking serpent and get in your kids' lives and fucking force some goddamn some accountability. As the man, you've gotta pass that accountability and lodge it down. If you pass down nothing else, if you can pass down the knowledge and account knowledge and ability to be accountable for oneself, if you pass down the ability to be accountable for oneself and to hold yourself accountable, take responsibility, just those two things alone are as valuable as an inheritance, in my opinion. But most people don't hear me. They feel I'm hurt what does hurt have to do with anything? Sure, I. I uh, if you want to go there, yes. I'm hurt by generational matriarchy. I was passed down nothing but debt, problems, people's mental issues, their bullshit, m- women, women, women's issues and bullshit, and I was passed down nothing. Nothing. I got nothing. And at some point, it's like, as the children of someone, should you get? Shouldn't your parents be the ones giving you shit? Not you doing everything for your fucking kids. I mean, for your parents. Because parents often love in women, single moms. They love throwing the whole. I took care of you from birth to 18. Most of the times, they only take care of their kids till so like 13 or 14. My, I'm a good example of that. My siblings are good examples that I've had friends that were kicked out of their homes by 15 years old. So women will take care of you for 15 years, but want you to take care of them. Your parents will take care of you. Your single mom will take care of you for 15 years. Let me correct myself. Your Your single mother will take care of you for 13, you know, 14, 15 years, and... She will want you to take care of her for 40 years after she hits the wall and has no man to depend on and can't blood suck the state anymore because it's inadequate because of her hypergamy folded too high. Make it make sense. And one last thing I'm going to add a closing segment here. Um, one of the things that women are throwing around now is uh, women are proclaiming that, oh, hey, you only make 50K or 60, you know, the guys complaining about women divorce raping them and being gold diggers and one of the rebuttals from women is the whole oh, nobody wants your 60, 70k a year which is bullshit let me go into that alright so basically when men try to discuss legitimate issues with the family court structure and the child support system and alimony being for life and all this other shit women will rebuttal with well, not all. You know, Nawalt, that were brought old that's number one, their they're fucking, their trump card, their fucking, their Hail Mary, you know, two minute warning offense is that fucking Nawalt. And also, they'll, you know, more shaming tactics with the, oh, nobody wants your little 50K. Nobody wants your little 60, 70K. So, how do you respond to that? Well, you don't. Because women are solipsistic emotional narcissists. You can't reason with an unreasonable being. Therefore, Take this little nugget from me, guys. Bitches that say this shit don't make that kind of money. So it's awfully kind of funny that bitches will proclaim because they're getting dicked down by... Let's say, for example, these bitches that say that shit, they're fucking a, a man that's making six figures, but he's not dating them or spending any money on them. Bitches will equate the fact that they're getting dick from a six-figure man to themselves being six-figure, a six-figure woman, but they are often walmart cashiers and fucking dairy queen you know ice cream people and shit denny's waitresses and or some fucking associate's degree having fucking 30k a year job having ass bitch a phlebotomist at a fucking blood donation center get the fuck out of here bitches are always talking some shit they're talking out of the side of their fucking neck but come, you know what I'm saying. Look at, it, go back on to what I was talking about before. The fucking, ge- the, the, the generational matriarchy. These same bitches are gonna be fucking destitute at 44, and looking for their fucking kids to take care of them. What happened to all that six figure dick, bitch? Where the fuck are they at now? So, I don't buy that shit for one second. Please don't fall for that shit. Please don't think because you make 60k a year that some bitch won't come make that shit 30k. They always say this. And I'm going to leave. That's the closing segment. That's it. I'm done. But here's one last little nugget. Don't listen to the whole, you need a woman to build with you. Women do not build with men. Women take from men. Never believe that shit. Do not believe that shit. As a matter of fact, you want to know the fastest way. I'm no financial expert, but I'm going to tell you right now, right now, this is some absolute legitimate truth, dudes. Hey, men, you don't want to know the fastest way to become a millionaire or to become a six-figure man. How can you become a millionaire or a six-figure man almost instantly? Be a billionaire and get married and divorce. Or if you want to be a six-figure man, be a millionaire and get married and divorced. As a matter of fact, there are stats I just looked up on Google today that show that marriage, actually, the divorce rate increases the more money you have. So with women, you can't win. If you make less than them, your divorce rate is almost 80%. If you make too much money, your divorce rate at 50 to 60 to 75%. You can't keep these unrealistic creatures happy. So, you should just go your own way. Pump it up and move on. Because this is all they're worth. And they should be left destitute in their old age. By both of you and their children. I'm out.